to the Do Zone with Drewski, a Blue Wire podcast presented by Mountain Dew, where we take basketball culture to a new level. We'll be talking to professional ballers and celebrity fans about the journey to the top and how they overcame the challenges that have made them who they are today. Today's guest is New York Knicks swingman R.J. Barrett, the 6'7 Toronto native, has basketball in his blood. His dad played professionally in Europe and South America, as well as for the Canadian national team. R.J. followed in his father's footsteps from an early age excelling at hoops and becoming the first player since LeBron to sweep all major high school awards and win a national championship the same year. His immense talent, confidence, and ability to ball all over the court brought him to Duke, where he spent a year under the coaching of Coach K and played alongside Zion Williamson before being drafted third overall by the Knicks in 2019. Stay tuned to hear my interview with R.J. Bear. Right, what's up, man? Chilling. What's up with you, man? Chilling, man. You know, same, same. You just turned twenty-one recently. Yeah, last month. When was that? Last this month. month yeah. You celebrated or no? I was out there uh, playing with Team Canada. We was trying to make the Olympics. I was in a lockdown on my birthday. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait. So there's no way you could celebrate or nothing. Nope. Oh man, yeah, Canada's not playing about the restrictions, man. I've heard it's crazy. You lived there, right? Yeah, at one yeah, point, I did. I did. Yeah, no, nah, I said you lived in like France, Canada, Florida, North Carolina, New York, bunch of different places. Why was y'all, why was y'all moving around like that? My dad used to, my dad used to play ball when I was younger. Played, you know, all over France, Italy, Spain, everywhere. And then, uh, yeah. So when y'all was in the states, he wasn't playing, or y'all, or y'all was just moving. Nah, when when I was in the states, it was it was for me. I was playing. I moved when I was like young. So yeah, dang, that's crazy, (laughs) bro. So what's the difference between France, Canada, all the? Man, Europe is more uh, Europe's more chill, laid back. I mean, shoot, some of the places we got uh, we got to take naps (laughs) during the day. Like, yeah, and then you know, over here, America is all it's all hustle. So yeah. yeah. Wait, so it's normal to take naps in France for like people that are working regular jobs. Yeah. Middle they have a nap time. Nap time. Like, like people even at work. At work, yeah, man, they they get breaks, they go home, chill, and then they go back to work after. Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> nah, they don't do that here. Yeah. yeah. That's definitely not, not man, they ain't nah. That's crazy though, man. So you were playing AAU when you were moving from like New York, Florida, North Carolina. Yeah, I went to. Uh, so those moves was for you mm-hmm. to move. Mm-hmm. What teams did you play for AAU? I actually ended up playing for a for a Canadian team. It's called You Play Canada, but they're on the EYBL circuit, so they play in the states. They play all the teams. Uh, I ended up going to high school out here in Florida, so you know that was that was the big move. I don't know. I know. I know. It's a whole bunch of good AAU teams. I was just talking to John Wall. It's a whole bunch of good AAU teams in North Carolina. Yep. The competition different than uh, Florida and New York. Yeah, I would. I would say so. Um, this, I mean, people are good all over, really all over yeah. America. So, competition is good, really anywhere you go. So while your dad was playing, like for Team Canada, correct? Yeah, he played for the, he played for them. Oh, okay, that was the last time we made the Olympics. Um, that was cool. Damn. Yeah, that's crazy. So he did he go to NBA or no? Yeah, he played for uh, he played for the Sixers and and he played for the Raptors for a little bit. 
and uh, and, uh yeah, oh, that he went overseas. Was he there with Percy Miller? He was he was with uh, with AI and all of them, so it was it was cool. He wasn't there when Pete Miller came though. Uh, that was the best player ever touch. <laughs> he wasn't there when Pete Miller. I tell you that. Yeah. Pete Miller came down and shut it down. <laughs> what's your What's your favorite basketball memory growing up watching him play? Uh, one time, uh, one time in Italy, he hit a he hit a game winner fadeaway in a corner. The whole the whole crowd went crazy. We were jumping up on the chairs and everything. So yeah, I mean, that was how old I was, was you? I remember it. I was six, and I remember it. So that that was crazy. Sheesh. So your mom is also athletic too. Mm-hmm. I see. My mom used to run track. Your mom was a sprinter. Yeah. So you got it in your blood, man. Yeah. They wasn't letting you not go uh, without playing the sport. Oh yeah, you know I was I was kind of into everything when I was younger. What other sports did you play? Man, I I was really good at soccer. I love soccer. Um, I just kind of outgrew yeah. it. <laughs> See, that's that Europe. That Europe. Damn, yeah, man, it was it was dope. You said you outgrew yeah, it. Yeah, I just I outgrew it, man. I got I was really tall at a young age, so I just I just stuck yeah. to hooping. But man, I was I ran track a lot too. It was a hundred meter, two hundred meter, high jump. I was doing everything. Yeah, I played soccer too for a year, but I uh, I kept going out there to my to my brother's football practices. Mm. With my soccer stuff on, <laughs> and I would pass by my age group football team. Yeah. I would have to pass by my age group, like the dudes I went to school with, with my soccer stuff on. They're like, "Man, you playing soccer, man? You need to go over and play football, man!" Like, and I would pass them every day. So it got to the point where it was like, it was like, "Yo, I'm I'm damn near forced uh-huh. to to come over here and join them." You know, that's right. So after a year doing that, I just quit, and I was like, "All right, let me go see what they're talking about." <laughs> they say this every single day, like I need to be over here. Uh-huh. So I did it. That was that was the best move, bro. Football is dope. I started like it's not really yeah. popular like that in Canada, but um, I really since yeah. I've been in the states, I started watching it a lot more and stuff. It's, it's dope. You know, it's you know it's popular out there in Canada. Uh, hockey, bro. yeah. I was never really a hockey. We dude. we went to <laughs> we went to um we our, our our tour bus had to stop at the um what do you call that thing where you um go into the state and then they got to check everybody's like the border. IDs and all that. Yeah, at the border. So we stopped at the border and on all the TVs in there, it was ESPN. It was like y'all's ESPN. Mm-hmm. And literally we sat in there for 30 minutes. They showed nothing. And I mean nothing but hockey, bro. <laughs> nothing else. Nothing else. Like it was it was just all hockey news, like different ranks of hockey. And I was like, yo, where's all the other stuff going on? You're not wrong. They don't show none of that on y'all ESPN. You're not wrong. <laughs> Yeah. Other than maybe the Raptors, you know what I'm yeah. saying? They'll get some time, but yeah, it's definitely a lot of hockey down there. How was it when the Raptors won? I think you were in the league by then when the Raptors won the championship. I was just about to get drafted, so I got drafted that summer. But no, nah, it was uh, the, the city was going crazy. Like, yeah, crazy. Like, yeah, that was people big. jumping on buses, like, shut down yeah. the whole city. It was big yeah. time. Were you out there during that time? No, nah, I was. I was in LA training. I just. I saw the videos. My mm-hmm. friends would Facetime me in the middle of the crowds. Like it was mm-hmm. crazy. I see you were uh, part of the Mount Verde uh, Academy's basketball buddies program. Yeah, <laughs> that was in Mount uh, Verde where um, Ben Simmons yeah, went. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ben Simmons went. There. Were you there during that time? I came no? the year after he left. Oh sheesh! Yeah, that dude was a dog there, yeah. man. Sure. So you came there and you played there for one year? Three years. Sheesh. 
Wait, who else played for them? Wasn't it like uh, D'Lo yeah. or D'Angelo mm-hmm. Russell? Yeah, nah, man, that's a good school, man. Are you like are you like the last person to play there that is in the league right now or no? Yeah, we about to have some we about to have some dudes right now. Uh, Kay Cunningham said he's gonna be the number one pick this year. He went there, and he and he and he went there. Yeah, uh, Scotty Barnes gonna be a lottery pick this year. Yeah, we got some dudes for sure. He's fine. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. I, I gotta look him up, man. There's another dude that went there, bro. During that time, I just can't think of him. He had he had bunnies, and he was um, Antonio Bla- yes, Blakely. Antonio Blakeney went there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nah, he was nice. He he went too, right? Antonio Blakeney was he went to school in Florida around around the area. He was he had bunnies. He was in the league for a little bit. He played yeah. for, for Chicago for a little bit. Yeah, he played for Chicago for a little bit. Yeah. Oh, he's not in the league no more. I didn't know that. Nah, but he, yeah, he was not. You know, they they hyped him up on the, um, mm-hmm. you remember he was getting all those mixtapes and those documentaries of him in high school, bro. Yeah. I think it was Hoop Mixtape mm-hmm. or uh, Ball is Life. One of those was kept, like, recording everything he was doing at one point. Yeah, he was nice. But nah, man. So you went to Duke right after high school and linked up with Zion Williamson, man. How was that? Man, that was a crazy year, definitely. That was close friends, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was, that was a fun year, man. Um, nah, definitely one of the best years of my life, for sure. No doubt. Dang, so Zion was like one and done. One, He was one and one yeah, out. Yeah, me, him, That's crazy. Cam Redis, we are out of there. Sheesh. Damn, Cam was there, too? Yeah. He's, he's, uh, he's, he's on the Hawks. Right now. He's playing for the uh, – oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, nah, he's nice, man. Wait, so while you were there, tell me about the first time like you met Zion when you got there. Well, we had all, we had all met in uh in high school at a McDonald's All American game, and uh, we were just we were just always together, like all of us. We were just always together. I mean, yeah, yeah. when we got to school, like haircuts. And yeah, all that. we were always Hair together. Cut. We did everything together. Man, it was it was cool. Zion and I Y'all were still roommates, close? so. Yeah, oh, okay. Y'all still talk like chop it up? Yeah, or no? we still talk. We still talk. That's my guy. Oh, okay. guy. Cool dude, man. Yeah. yeah I got to link up in the league, man. <laughs> we'll see. You never know what happens Zion in this to league. The Knicks, you know? You never know what happens in this league, man. Get Z comes to the Knicks. <laughs> oh, man. Hey, look, laugh that off. I'm serious, man. That would be crazy. Hey, man, it's, you know, it's all up to him. <laughs> Yeah, man. You know, uh, Coach K recently talked about retiring, man. Yeah. How you feel about that? Man, he's done. He's getting up there. He, he's getting up there. He's like 74 or something like that, man. Legendary, legendary coach. I mean, everybody loves Coach K. I love Coach K, you know, to death, man. He's still, he's, he's yeah. still, he still texts me, you know, every now and then, you know, so, man, he's, he's a great coach for sure. That's lit, man. He's got so many great kids that have played for him. I don't know how he keeps up with everybody. Yeah. Honestly, honestly speaking, it is a lot. It's a lot of us. How does he text everybody individually and like stay in contact with everybody? Seriously, he's cool. He really like adjusted with the times. Like you'll see, like when we were there, like Apple watches were like kind of like just becoming a thing. Like he pop up with the new the new yeah. Apple watch. He pop up with the new iPhone. Like yeah. the, the flyest yeah. kicks. Like. Talking trash, so and nah, Coach K, yeah. he's, he's a real dude. Yeah, you know, he's in, he's into Coach K's been in too many culture for a minute, mm-hmm. man. 
Yeah, nah, he's dang. That's sad that he's he's retiring. So after this next one, he's retiring. Yeah, been there for forty something years. Your grandpa uh, lived in Brooklyn, and he was a huge Knicks fan. Yeah. Like, how does that feel to play for the Knicks now that? And is he still like alive, able to like watch it? Nah, man, he passed. Uh, he passed six or seven years ago. But um, it's mm. it's definitely that definitely kind of makes it even you more wish. special. I know, I know you probably because I be thinking. I know you wish you could at least see that though. Yeah. Right? That's one of those things yeah. where it's like, man, it, may, it makes it more man. special to kind of kind of do it, you know. Especially yeah. knowing he's he was the first one that said it. Man, I was I was yeah. real young, like eight nine, and he was telling me that I was going to play, you know, for the next one day, and, and to not be here though. You know, definitely wish he was around. Yeah, yeah man, that's deep. Yeah. Wow. So he literally was a diehard Knicks die fan. Diehard Knicks fan, man. He would play. He would play all the old games with Patrick Ewing and John Starks and all that, and he'd make me yeah. watch them. <laughs> uh, you also, before your rookie season even started, you got interviewed by Spike Lee for GQ. Yeah. That must have been wild. Man. Yeah, I, I got to sit down with Spike for an hour. It was it was crazy. Yeah. <laughs> what did y'all like? Did he drop any gems on you? Did he talk about anything like off camera that you remember? Nah, man, that was a couple years ago. I'm not anything I remember. He was just, I just remember him being cool, man. You know, you see Spike all the time at the games, man. Spike's a, Spike's a real fan. Spike was coming to all our games when, when we were trash. <laughs> and then, you know, now that we, you know, we, we did good this year, he's still there. I mean, yeah, Spike's, Spike's a cool dude, man. Getting to chop it up with him was, was great. Yeah, he's one of them guys, man. I got to chop it over Spike, man. That's one person I do want to meet, too. Mm-hmm. That's on my bucket list. I've never chopped it up with him. I've seen him a couple – I've run into him a couple of times, but I've never got a chance to go over there and just, you know, yeah. have, have any type of conversation with him. All right, talk to me about, like, just missing, like, the cutoff for the all-rookie team. Mm-hmm. I know you're super competitive, so how did, like, how did you take that during that time? That was – I was rough. I was I was pissed off. I was pissed yeah. off, you know, definitely because, I mean, shoot, I looked at other guys' numbers and other guys' stats, and I definitely deserved to be on there. But, I mean, it was, it was only motivation. I locked myself away um, in Florida, just locked myself up. I was working all summer. I mean, it came back yeah. and had a, you know, way better second year. So it was just, just motivation. Well, you always got to have those down moments in order to, you know, come back with some fire. Facts. All right, so I was reading this. This is one that threw me all the way off. <laughs> Your godfather is Steve Nash. Yeah. <laughs> what? Him, my dad, best friends, been best friends since high school. So white Steve Nash yeah. <laughs> from the Suns. Yeah. Steve Nash. Steve Nash. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. It's, That's weird. It's, how is that? How how did that even come about? Yeah, my him and my dad been been close friends since they were in high school. They were playing Team Canada together, and that relationship kind of just grew. And uh, he's been there for yeah. me my whole life, like, real talk. Like, yeah. I never like, – it's not until I got older that I realized, like, yo, that's, that's like, Steve Nash. Like, I didn't know that. Yeah. <laughs> he's just Uncle yeah. Steve to me. Did you used to watch, like, then? Like, back then, how he was going crazy? Like, one time I went to I went to one of his games, like – I just, I was like, yo, this, I was like, he actually hoops. Like, he's nice. <laughs> I had only ever yeah. seen him just like at the house or like just talking to him on the phone. So, I mean, now that, now that he's the coach of Brooklyn, 
it's kind of weird, bro. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's kind of yeah, weird seeing him on the sideline. Wow. Yeah, but hey, Steve Nash is, is, is a legend, man. Did you did he ever teach you any uh any tips on basketball? Oh, oh yeah, he he really taught me about work ethic because you know he said yeah. for for him to win MVP, like that's not really something that you would you know you would not really look at him and say that he would be an MVP of the league. So he just taught me about work work ethic and how working everybody, and uh, yeah. Steve Nash, one of those ones. I see. I think I saw him. I was watching Kevin Durant's documentary, and he was. I, I, if I recall the right way, I think he was one of the dudes training them in, in the um, facility. Yeah, he big was on, he? Yeah, big on footwork. Taught him like the yeah. the little warm up that KD that KD does when he like spins around. And does that was Steve? Mm-hmm. That, yeah, that's Steve Nash yeah. stuff right there. He was giving them point guard. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, sure. That's nah, nah, a legend, man. All right, now that we talked about all the other stuff, what's the best feeling you've felt on the basketball court? Like ever? It could. It don't have to be in the NBA. I got two. So the first one would be we. Uh, I was playing Team Canada. We we beat Team USA. I had like I had forty points, and we beat Team USA. Mm. And then we won the gold medal in the, in the competition. That was that was one of the best best feelings for sure. Definitely yeah. my best feeling. And the second one, yeah. when I dunked on when I dunked on Bogdanovich in in the Garden um, in the playoffs, <laughs> that was, that, a, was that was a good feeling. Yeah. yeah. How, how does it feel to see like Trey Young talking trash to an MSG? I mean. You know, we we were we were definitely trying to win, but I mean, when you're when you're going off like he was, he's allowed to do that. <laughs> like, yeah. you know, yeah, I ain't gonna lie, he, he was holding it. Yeah, down. he was going crazy. So, thanks so much for joining us, RJ. But before I let you go, Mountain Dew is all about the threes, the most epic shot in the game. As the official sponsor of the NBA, Mountain Dew wants to invite you to step into the Dew Zone with our three point question challenge. I'm going to ask you a series of questions, and you give me your top three answers. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. I'm sure you talk to your dad a lot about the game all the time, but what are the three most common tips your dad gives you to this day? The most common tips, just, I mean, just in life, being a good being a good person, uh, being a hard worker, mm-hmm. and then just, just, you know, everybody remembers how you made them feel. So, you know. Just make somebody yeah. feel good. Yeah, nah, that's true. I never lie. Uh, you speak a few languages. If you were able to instantly know three more, what would they be? I want to know Spanish. Um, I say Italian and Greek. I don't know. Try some. Try some different. <laughs> yeah. What are the top three Blue Devils? Top three Blue Devils. Wow. <laughs> That's a big question. All right. Yeah. For me, personally, I'm going to go Grant Hill. Um, I'm going to go Nolan Smith. And I think Zion had a very similar one to you when I asked him. <laughs> swear, I think you already hit two. <sighs> Dang, who who the third one? That third one's tough. That third one's tough. 
Um, I'm gonna go put I'm gonna put Jay Jay Williams in there. Put Jay Will in there. Ah, nah, scratch that. JJ Reddick. JJ Reddick, yeah. yeah. He was he was a killer. So those those are my yeah, top three: cool. Grant Hill, Nolan Smith, and JJ Reddick. <laughs> yeah. All right, top three Knicks of all time: Big Pat, Mello, Mello, Big Pat, and um. Dang, who's third? Was you ever gonna say Mello? Be honest, I ain't want to force you to say Mello. No, nah, I was gonna say Mello. You got to. You oh, got okay. to. Oh, okay. Uh, I give it to John Starks. He held it down. Okay. I'll give it to John. You know your history, I'll man. Give it to John Starks because I don't know any of these dudes that you've been <laughs> But you definitely. I have no clue. Uh, yeah, brother. Who are three players, current or in the past, you model your game after? Current. I like James Harden a lot. I like James Harden a lot. Um, I would say I always, I always watch James Harden. I've always watched LeBron. And yeah, those those two guys really, really for me are my kind of like favorites in, te- in terms of their game. And uh, yeah, what makes you like choose those? Brian, he's just always been my favorite player, man. Just growing up, he was so athletic and so smart for just his body type. Like the man could literally be mm-hmm. playing football right now. So like, yeah. you know, he's just he's a freak athlete. And then James Harden, man, just the way way he can score, way he can really do everything with the basketball. Yeah, so I like I like those two. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. Top three artists right now in the game. Right now. Drake. Smart guy. Man, that's, that's really it for me. That's my guy, Drake. But <laughs> nah, see, I mean, yeah. see, I'm gonna just do I'm gonna just do my favorites. I got Drake. I like Moneybag, yo. Okay. I like Moneybag a lot. Uh, nah, he actually just sold the most um, album sales for this yeah, year. Yeah, Moneybag's like tough. 659000 Like a big, big Moneybag's tough. And um, yeah. I mean, I'm going to put Future in there too. Can't go wrong. Future, yeah. yeah. Nah, that's a, that's a good list for right now. You and no little baby? He was like last year. Even before he was, he kind of he kind of stopped for a little bit right now. So I can't. But you can put Migos in there too, depending. So, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Migos, Migos, Migos up there. Yeah, Migos up there, man. Sure. Okay. Now I got a question of my own. Top three comedians of all time. All right. Kevin Hart's my favorite. That little man, funny. Respect, respect. <laughs> that little yes. man is funny. I agree. Um, and a workaholic. Yeah. yeah. Eddie Murphy, funny to me too. And oh my gosh, how did I just forget his name? No, 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 no. Mike Epps. Oh, okay. I was about, yeah, nah, that's you got some good solid lists, man. Mike Epps be having Mike me Epps crying, bro. <laughs> Yeah, I thought you were going Dave Chappelle, but yeah, nah, Mike Epps, Mike Epps yeah. is solid. Nah, I, d- I definitely think that like Dave Chappelle is definitely top three. Like, yeah, but just Mike for Epps, me personally, uh, more silly. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's more silly. You know, 
Yeah, like this is funny, man. All right, that's all, man. I just, I just had to, you know. Thanks to RJ Barrett, and thanks for listening to The Do Zone with Drewski, a Blue Wire podcast presented by Mountain Dew. Thank you guys for tuning into The Do Zone with Drewski. That wraps up our 10-episode series, and we hope you enjoyed it. We chopped it up with professional ballers and celebrity fans about their journey to the top and how they overcame the challenges that made them who they are today. We talked to Zion Williamson, John Wall, Asia Wilson, Jamal Murray, Taylor Rooks, R.J. Barrett, and many more. Many thanks to Mountain Dew for making these great conversations happen. And don't forget that you can now catch all of the episodes of The Dew Zone now on Apple, Spotify, and wherever you get your podcasts. You hear that? Oh, yeah. That's the fresh sounds of Mountain Dew. But listen carefully. That's the sound of dribbling, killer crossover, step back, and steals. That's the sound of Zion Williamson making a jaw-dropping, gravity-defying, mind-blowing dunk. That's Mountain Dew making your NBA experience epic. Sounds refreshing, huh? Mountain Dew, official soft drink of the NBA. The Dew Zone with Drewski is a Blue Wire podcast presented by Mountain Dew. This episode was produced by Jamila Williams and edited by Dom Musilo. Production was overseen by Terrence Deutsch. The series was supported by Sean Ross, Graham Boone, Maggie Lanter, and Peter Moses for Blue Wire. The series was executive produced by Erica Smith and Hannah Harris for the PepsiCo sports team. The series was produced by Eric Robinson, Zach Blumenstein, and Will Panneries for Genesco Sports Enterprises.